Yo, 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 this is your boy AC3 Savage presenting episode one of the Sex Packets. I know you guys have probably heard us and some of our um, collaborative efforts with uh, the committee podcast, aka uh, Keep That Same Energy Avenue. But uh, this will be our first standalone episode. So shout out to them uh, for definitely holding us down. Uh, I am AC3 Savage. I am going to pass it over to Kai. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Kai. I don't have nothing else to say yet. Okay. What what made you want to do a podcast like this? Um, I always feel like I have a lot to say on certain topics. So I feel like this would be a good way to get it out of my system. Okay, definitely, definitely. And next, we'll go ahead and uh, scroll to uh, Nikki. Hi, it's Nikita, the sex coach. So I am a certified relationship and sexuality coach. I am also a master sex expert and a sex educator. And I am here to give my professional opinion on some of the topics that we'll be discussing. All right, cool. So what, well, I don't even think I have to ask you what uh, brought you to this type of a platform. You're just going to be basically, you know, as another tool to outreach to people. What are your goals like for this? Um, I want to educate people through our conversations. I'm pretty sure we'll be having a lot of interesting conversations and we'll be discussing things that people didn't know, or maybe there are some little myths that I can bust up for you guys. And we definitely appreciate you uh, for coming on. Uh, so then next is, of course, going to be Sabre. What's hey. going on, everybody? Hey, this is Sabre, IG at um, Miss Aries 1985. I'm like Kai. I don't really have much to add. <laughs> this is the only podcast <laughs> I participate in. But, you know, here. Okay. And what do you look forward to the most, like, as far as uh, being a podcaster and this goals for this podcast? You know, I've always had an interest in podcasting and blogging and bringing a different perspective, sometimes playing devil's advocate. Um, I think I have a good mix of life experience plus a good bit of knowledge from a book kind of side sense as well. So I think those two things together will make me an interesting um, one fourth of the group here as we talk about different topics. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We're glad to have you. So, of course, I'm AC3 Savage. I've been on a couple of different podcasts, uh, mainly Keep That Same Energy Avenue. Uh, the reason why I wanted to start this podcast, just a little quick tidbit, I was actually writing a book uh, by the uh, same title. Uh, I'm an author in my spare time, uh, and I write poetry as well. And one night I was out with a young lady at a Wale concert, and, you know, we had a good time. I woke up, I heard another podcast and I was like, well, damn, you know, these people are really raunchy, but they're getting out what they want to talk about. And I always like kind of wanted to inquire about different things. And you can learn a lot if you're open to things like from a sexual perspective. So not only did I want to learn more so I can have more to put in my book, but I also wanted to just try something different, like a different angle with a completely different set of people and just see how it works. So um, the name, the sex packets, 
my dad used to play like an old album uh, titled the same thing. And I just used to think it was so weird. And with everything that life like presents to you, I just kind of thought of it. And I was like, you know what? That'd be a unique name to use. It's available. Uh, so I just was like, look, let me put together a crew of people that I know and trust. And let's go ahead and put our feet to the pavement and get this done. So it's been about maybe eight months uh, to kind of get to this point. But I'm excited to have all of you ladies on the show. I think you all have a unique perspective on things, uh, which is good. And you guys have a voice and now a platform to kind of make people aware of certain things. So just to kick it off, uh, first episode officially, we're going to get into is sex, bad sex, a deal breaker in a relationship. And I'm actually going to first pass it along to the sex coach herself, Nikita. What are your thoughts? Is bad sex a deal breaker? Bad sex can be a deal breaker, but I do believe in giving a chance. I feel like uh, everybody is teachable. I know a lot of people um, our age, in our age group, are, they feel like they're past that teaching phase. A lot of people are like, I don't want somebody I can teach, but I I feel like if you take somebody and you mold them to things that you like, then that would make them a, a great candidate for being like your best sex partner. But I also understand that some people are not teachable. Some people just do not have it. So in that aspect, then yes, it's absolutely a deal breaker. Interesting. Okay, so that see now that's something that I like to hear as well is um, because some people don't want to be taught and they feel like we just come with these instructions and we're just ready to rock and roll. But, you know, it's different things that people like and dislike uh, in the bedroom. So it's kind of good when you do meet uh, different people that are able to be taught for myself. As a guy, it's not a deal breaker because I feel like if you do allow yourself to be taught, you know, I can teach you what I want. I mean, my job is pretty simple. Pump in, pump out, 15 minutes max. I'm probably going to be extremely sweaty and tired and I'm done. You know, I'm out of here. But as you grow older and you start to get in these longer, more serious relationships, uh, you know, you really, especially if you love somebody, you're really trying to like make sure that they're pleased in every aspect of the game. And I'll say like for me personally, like my last relationship, I did a lot of things I've never done before because I was actually like in love. So, you know, I, I was open to a lot of things. And now that I'm out here on the scene single, it's even more things that I'm willing and ready to learn. Like um, there's like a Tantra temple here. And uh, it's about like $350. I'm thinking about, you know, exploring it and seeing what I can do and learning about those different arts of sex. So the next person I'm going to pass it to is going to be Sabre. What are your thoughts? Is bad sex a deal breaker for you? Um, I have two points I think I'll make on that, that topic or that question. I think bad sex can many times be an indication of something much greater, which is lack of chemistry. Um, for most women, I think when chemistry is there and present, um, they can vouch that the energy, the sexual exchange is 
um, much greater, much better. That's why you hear women say like the sex used to be so good and now it's bad when they're out of tune with their partner and vice versa. So I think that that could be an indicator of that, not necessarily making it a deal breaker, but that there's a, I don't want to call it a red flag, but something else that you you may need to also focus on. That's not just the physical side of it that's making it bad, but the connection side of it, because it is, you know, it can be intimate, especially when you're talking about relationship. We're not talking about like one night stand. And then the other part of that I will caveat to that is helping create good sex in your partner is an investment just like any other you know, you're you're curating any other thing you want from the situation, right? It's an investment for you, for him, for the relationship. So if you're really into making it work and that person has the characteristics and qualities, we know what dating like is it is like in 2020. Um, then you know, there's all kinds of things that can be introduced into it to help improve it if you have a partner that's open to listening and learning. Now, if none of those things apply, then it's probably a deal breaker. But those are my two pinpoints. I see you laughing at me, AC. I'm like, damn, what I said. <laughs> no, I wasn't laughing at you. Something else going on. Um, definitely excellent points. And I do have something that I'm going to piggyback off of that. But I'm going to go ahead and slide it over to Kai. Is bad sex a deal breaker for you? Um, old me would have said yes. Because... Um, I just feel like it was just so important and I feel like previously I feel like it was something that you can't really like teach somebody and it just needs to like be a certain way. Um, but I don't think that anymore. I don't think that's a, I don't think that it's a deal breaker anymore. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm on the fence though with that. Cause it's like, it's only so, so much that you can like teach somebody or show them or tell them about you and and what you like because I feel like a person can't have bad sex all by themselves. Bad sex is like a combination of it's like a combination of multiple things. So it's like have I don't know if you've ever like been with somebody before where you couldn't even pinpoint the reason why you didn't enjoy it. Like it was like Sometimes two people just don't, I don't know. Now I feel like it is a deal breaker because <laughs> I thought back on something. And have you ever just had sex with somebody who's like, y'all just don't, y'all just don't mesh well together. Like it just doesn't like oh, yeah. feel right. And yeah, so some things I feel like you can fix. But then I just feel like sometimes it's just certain people just don't mesh like with each other, if that makes sense. So I don't I feel like that's not a that's a gray area for me. Some days I say, yeah, some days I say no. I just feel like some things you can fix and other things you just can't. And I've never stopped dating somebody. Yes, I have. I have stopped dating somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I have, okay, I have stopped dating somebody because of bad sex one time. Okay, it was like it felt like the way that like my body was curved didn't match with the way that like he was curved as a man. Does okay. that make sense? And it just didn't feel like we were like it felt like we were like battling with each other. Like, but that it, goes back to chemistry, right? Kai, would you say like if he was more in tune with the chemistry of what you needed, then he could have you know, like there could have been some adjustments or is it 
like like I said, I feel like the physical being off can be a very red yeah. flag that something else is off. Because if you really care for him, like, would you have tried to make it work? I mean, this is like, yeah, it just just felt like it just, it seemed like it just was almost physically impossible. Like our bodies didn't go, our bodies didn't go together. And I don't feel like there was anything I could have did. Like, it was like, like not to be too explicit, but like the curve in his dick did not match the curve in my pussy. It was, it didn't match. Well, so. So that, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I actually so, want to get back off of what Kai J said in reference to the curve. Right. I was reading a book last week and um, <laughs> the author talked about how she had a friend who was dating a guy and they decided to wait till marriage to have sex. So they got right. married and then they had sex and she realized that they were not sexually compatible. See? Um, she said his penis curved and she didn't like the way that it curved. She actually didn't even know that penises could curve. And it was a huge turnoff for her. The sex was horrible. So they ended up getting a divorce because of that. See, and this to me was, this was like somebody I dated in high school and I was like six, I was like 15, 16. I wasn't having sex back then. So nothing took place. So then when I was like 20, 21 or so, we decided, okay, you know, let's, and so all this, I'm thinking all this anticipation, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. And it was like, it felt like our bodies were like fighting with each other. Like they didn't match. So I thought that was really odd. That never happened to me any other time, but I don't feel like there was anything that I could have told him or to do differently. It's just, we were not like sexually compatible. That's the exact wording I'm looking for. We were not. So in that case, I don't, nothing could have transpired because it was like it was like horrible and I don't even think we didn't even have to talk about it we just both knew it was like something we did not need to attempt ever again in life and we didn't (laughs) so wow Uh, yeah so other than that though other than that though that's never happened to me before like I've never it's usually something where you can you know adjust a couple things here and there have a quick conversation and it's okay. Well, I know for me, um, I always say, like, when it comes to getting some new ass, like, I actually need a couple times to get used to the woman's body, like, because there's certain things that I like to do physically, and they just may not be ready for that. Uh, I have had an issue where because like I'm I'm built weird as a guy. So like I'm six feet, almost six one, but like my whole height is my torso and head. So I was talking to a taller woman and I could not hit it from the back because we did not line up at all. Like I had to hop on the edge of the bed and like, it it was, it was crazy. And I was just like, damn, this is way too much work. Like I'm not going to date tall women. Like I just can't do it. Since then I don't discriminate. I mean, it is what it is, but I had to kind of know myself, but it was like really awkward because I'm like, wow, you know, and back then I was a bigger guy. She was a much heavier girl. 
Uh, she gave amazing head, though, by the way. But just sometimes it just doesn't add up, like for whatever mm -hmm. reason. For me, mm -hmm. I'm not really a fucker. I'm more of a love maker. And some women like to be fucked. And I, you know, I like to be slow. I like long bouts of foreplay and doing all the freaky deaky stuff that I could do with my long tongue and all that stuff. And it's just like, you know, you run into people that just like it different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can switch it on and off, but I can imagine that some people don't necessarily care for that. Another thing for me is uh, I've run into some women that are kind of boring. You know, they just, mm -hmm. you know, you're only riding for two and a half minutes, no effort. Uh, your position game is not up to par. Uh other different things are just not there. I don't feel the passion and that's like a big deal breaker, but I can't get the passion on just one night. So I give somebody multiple opportunities because, you know, just nice, long, slow, passionate sex. is just a beautiful experience for me. Like, can I ask a question like to piggyback off that AC and you guys can like either agree or disagree. I think with my maturity, one thing I think that I've started to become more cognizant about is as you create these sexual experiences and you have them and you go to with another person, you kind of most people like use what they've learned and try and apply it to the next. But you really have to clean the slate out mm -hmm. and learn the person. And I think like the mistake that a lot of people have is because it was well or went well with the prior partner, that it means it's going to be the same thing. And with women, especially because the body is created just so like the the biology is the same, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? You can't use what happened with the partner before you to try and please me. You literally have to come in. So like the first time, I always feel like it's a free fall. Like we're just trying to figure this thing out. I'm trying to see like what does, what doesn't work. But you have to be really open to having that, that like conversation about, you know, like, did you like it when I did that? Do you like sloppy toppy or you like it a little like, how do you like it? Because we tend to use those experiences and think, Oh, well, this 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 shit worked. This is the bomb. So this is going to work with this person. And that's not the case. And so like the first time to me is like the time that people it's just it's just kind of like it's a free fall. You know what I mean? And I can't judge off of that because you have no idea and I have no idea, even if I think I know. You know what I'm saying? There's some things that still have to be uncovered. And so I think that that's where a lot of mistakes come with bad sex being deal breakers from first times. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah, that was a good point because it really, it really is because you really, definitely do the first time. Try to, you know, like you know what you're good at from like the past, and you try to apply it in the next situation, and it may not pan out that way. That is true. That's really true. Yeah, I'll say this: like when I came out of that long ass relationship and went into my next relationship, I mean, oh shit, I'm sorry, not next relationship. When I just was. <laughs> with the next person after that, like it was certain things that I had in my tool belt. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I, I could be a lot more forceful, a lot more aggressive, but I don't think that girl actually liked that stuff. Right. And so it was like, you know, we're in there and like, I'm trying to read the body language. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm going a little bit too hard because like, I would know like with my actual ex-girlfriend, it was a certain way that I may or may not finger her. Mm -hmm. She liked it. Like, here's but the thing, though. You're guessing. Like, I yeah. want to know why not ask. 
Like I'm to the point yes. now. Like ask know, me like, what I want. You're in the midst of it. Hey, do you want oh, me to play the card or soft or no? It's not. Or? It's not what you say. It's how you say it. You know what I'm saying? You can make it dirty sex talk. Like, come on now. Like I don't have to school you on that part. There's ways to be do. sensual about everything and get the job done. I, you know, I. You could disagree, but I'm saying like that you're missing off the point. I think I agree with that to a certain extent, but maybe not the first time. Cause I, like the first time I never really know when is the, like I, you're not gonna ask before and you're not gonna stop while you're in it. But like, I do think in between like after the first time and before y'all again, that's a great time to kind of reflect on, you and know, you yeah. mm-hmm, to kind of figure, okay, this, that, you know, like, cause I had a, like a long on and off, on and off relationship. And like, I knew one of the times we got back together, he was trying some stuff with me that I don't know where the fuck it came from. And I was like, um, <laughs> I was what like, are you doing? Why, why do you like, why do you give head like this now? I like, I had to say to him, I was like, why you, why you do that like that now? And he had to like, Honestly, he couldn't give me a real good answer because honestly, it had to be whoever he had been, you know, uh, messing with during our off time. That's how she liked it. And he tried to apply it to me. And I was like, uh, no, he never quite got it back together again, which is contributed yeah. to the reason we're not together to this day. But um, and I'm not saying, yeah, to your point, I'm not saying you have to ask about every single yeah. thing. But I do think that there are ways that you, you, you know, like people can say, do you like it deeper? Do you yeah. want it harder? Do you like it from the back? Like there's ways to baby give it to me on the, let me get on top. Or, you know, they, there's communication that can occur. There is. But like not everybody's a talker though. So like, for example, if you're having sex with somebody who they're not their first time, they're not necessarily a talker like that. The throwing out those type of things are really aren't going to be appropriate because like, okay. you know, you like, here's the thing. Everybody's I a talker. Right. I played basketball in school and they used to always tell me like, you got to communicate. This is a team sport, right? Somebody said at the beginning of the podcast, I don't know if it was you or Nikita, mm-hmm. but somebody said you can't have bad sex by yourself. Yes. So you actually like can cancel that. You see what I'm saying? Like you're saying that you're not a talker, but if, if we're in a team sport, I need some type of everything can be body. Now that is true, but now we have to, and I'm, I can only speak for myself, but I think I'm kind of speaking for a lot of guys. For some people, if you don't word it right, they'll take offense to that. Like if you're saying, Hey, well, I like this. Well, you know, whoa. Uh, she looks she like it like that, so you need to like it like that. So it, it also depends on the partner too. Um, now, what you say, all, about say it, yeah, yeah. Because I cause agree. People, yeah. Do you? I mean, I think so. I think it's great to communicate. I just think that it's very hard to have that communication during the first time that you're having sex. That's yeah, all I'm maybe saying. Maybe like, afterwards. But I think maybe like the second time. Do you guys ever talk about sex with your partner prior to the first time? Yes. Because um, I think that that would be a great opportunity. But some of the things that you can talk about the things that you like to do and also find out what your partner likes so that it's not awkward when you guys do it for the first time. And and that way, if like if I'm with somebody and we've already discussed it, then when he says, um, you know, I don't like it that way, I can't take it the wrong way. It's like, oh, dang, Mm -hmm. you told me that. 
Oh, and I guess, yeah, you're right, Nikita. And I think I'm like one of the people that if I'm going to be open enough to be intimate with you, I have to also, I can't say that I'm open to giving you that and not being able to communicate, you know, this and third. So I've done things where it's drinking games, like the shot, you know, before sex even occurs, you know what I'm saying? To find different ways to determine like if they like to be kissed there or what's your hot spots or you know what I'm saying what's the best time what how you whatever but I'm a very open person if, if I'm involved with you I have to be able to have communication that's that's my that's one of my love languages you know what I'm saying you're probably not gonna get in these pants if you're not talking to the right way right guys over there making that face like mm. <laughs> yeah no I think you can, I feel like you can talk, you should talk. I mean, honestly, at this age, you know what I'm saying? I mean, all of us, I don't know how old everybody is, but I know that we're all kind of on that same age bracket. So at this point, I do believe we should obviously be talking to people before, you know, you're having sex. But at the same time, I feel that even with the conversations, you can't anticipate what's to take place the first time that you have sex. So I... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to, in the moment, have that conversation, you know. But I do think that after, you know, it goes down, you should be able to have a conversation like, okay, like, what do you like? What what don't you like? You know, otherwise you never know. I just couldn't imagine having that conversation, like, in the midst, like, you know, during, like, hey, why don't you try this way? It's just, maybe that's just me being nice or feeling like it's going to come off, you know, the wrong way. If you do it awkward. Yeah. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. I understand your point, but I try to make it as little awkward and still not belittle a man's ego because I'm the same advice I'm willing to give. I can accept. But see, just like how just now you saw that expression on my face and you was like, (laughs) you knew how I was feeling. That's the thing. Me, I wear it on my face. So <laughs> I'm telling you that I have to wait, okay? <laughs> and have these conversations after it's done because my face is going to tell it all. And no matter I how nice you're trying to say it, it's written all over my face. So I'm the same. Yeah, it's going to be all over, <laughs> all over my face. So, but I mean, I do agree. You should be able to, you know, have those, those conversations. Like, but you know what? Like my boyfriend... He's gonna listen to this podcast. He said something to me like the last, one of the last times I was I was um you know with him, and he was like uh <laughs> he told me like when he's hitting it from the back I need to get off my shoulders and I was like wait a minute I didn't know it was on my shoulders you know did I start thinking I was like damn I am on my shoulders and that's because like I would not be on my shoulders and like my ex would put me on my shoulders so it was like <laughs> I had to like realize that like what I was so used to, you know what I mean? It's not for him that he didn't like it. He like he likes me to be like flat. My ex wanted me, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, and even when he said it, I was like, so what you mean to tell me? You trying to tell me that the way I've been doing it, you don't like it? And he was like, it's not that it's bad, it's just it feels better this way. So I had to I had to process it differently. And that's and that's I think more so me. Like I don't like um criticism. So me not liking criticism, I try not to criticize other people because I know the way that I take it. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's you just you just, you like, just yeah. get used to certain things, you know, you think is working. Like, oh, I know if I do it like this, he gon' not necessarily. So it's kind of like wanting to be the best. for me. Yeah, I'll be wanting to be the best. Tell me how to look. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, let, let me find out what the what the, the cheat code is. Right. I was also on a combat searching that up. Like, let me let me find out if I push X X Y Z jump forward and I get that right. magic. Hey, right. <laughs> ever since then I have not been on these shoulders like, <laughs> at all. Like, I'm like, hold on, I'm let me get like, these shoulders. Let me get these shoulders straight. Like, no, I know like for me, uh, just speaking on the point earlier, like with the conversation prior. I portray myself and I am a gentleman. So I really don't have those conversations until like it's almost that time anyway. So for me to have the conversation, it's gonna, and the only reason I do that is because a lot of women, they feel like if you jump the gun and start talking about sex, that's all you want. So I have mm -hmm. to hide that until later on. Yeah. And then that's yeah. how I can say, oh, you're such a gentleman. But when we do have the conversation, I feel like I'm open to a lot of things, but I just feel like that's a conversation that's reserved for after the first initial time, because I don't want to come off as a guy that's just only interested in sex or something like that. So um, it, it's like a double-edged sword. I mean, would it be good to know, hey, I like this and I like that? Yeah, but you know, then in the same token, I don't want someone to think that I'm just some sex crazed dude or something like that. So women out there that are listening, you know, when y'all make the first move for that conversation, then I do think that we need to go ahead and kind of just discuss the things. If not, then, I mean, like I said, afterwards would be good as well. Uh, that way, you know, and you're just not trash. Cause I do think sex is a, is a two person game. You know, yeah, but we, have to we have to normalize some things because real talk, I feel like women have been letting for a long time have been used to that kind of stigma that they're not supposed to say anything, which is why women don't get the orgasms that you, when you look at percentages based on surveys, you know what I'm saying? They're not you have to, we have to normalize ha like having conversations about sex, which is why I wanted to be on this podcast. Like, let's normalize talking about this and like getting the the black sheep out the room or whatever the case may be, or the elephant out the room. Like it's okay to talk about your sexuality. It's okay to talk about your experiences. It's okay. You know what I mean? To have these for people to begin not being so offended when they get that feedback. Right. Because when you normalize things, it's less of a defense mechanism. Like, Oh hell no. I know he didn't just ask me about sucking his dick this way. I know how to suck it. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it takes the edge off of the situation. It does. Having those combos. That's why I like and, sex and right, because we do live in a time where everything is starting to not become taboo. Mm -hmm. But women's pleasure is still very much taboo. Like, you the know, sex toy industry is off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if, if women talk oh, yeah. about slut shame them and stuff like that. So we have to stop doing that as well because we niggas like myself, we want y'all to be happy, but if there's no communication about it, sometimes we don't know what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I can feel when you're, like, super wet and when you come, but, you know, what? what's gonna make you come multiple times? Like, I know, you know, a few women that I've been with, especially, like, my ex, she'd be damn running like a faucet, like, stayed busting. I'm just like, damn, you know, that's good. And some women, they just get the one and they're out. But I even know that women can come like multiple times to my one. So it, mm -hmm. it, and once again, with that communication that comes and that, no pun intended, but mm -hmm. it makes the whole experience better because now I know, okay, if I do this or if she does that, she's going to get hers. And then I don't have to worry about 
you know, her getting hers because, you know, I can just focus on me getting me too. And it'll be a much better experience. And I actually came on this podcast to learn as well, because this is a, I mean, it's a lot of different women in the world and it's a lot of things that I want to do. And learning more about the female body is beneficial to all my niggas out there. So. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. It just seems like sometimes when you like, I mean, maybe it's, I may, maybe it goes down to the the caliber of me you're talking to because I know sometimes you can have these conversations with with men or you'll try to have these decent conversations with men about like what you like and they'll go in a completely you know different route as far as what they're you know what they're talking about like a lot of guys actually kill the possibility of y'all having sex based upon what they say in those conversations you be like oh like like there have been so many people where i'm like oh thank god we have this conversation right now because like no, so some people really don't know what pleases them. Yeah. So before you can have that conversation and not run the other person away, you have to know what pleases you. What do you like? What feels good to you? Which takes you into the whole conversation of masturbation and getting to know yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you, Adolphus, the toy world is, you know, I have friends who do a lot of sales for them. And they're, I'm just saying, quarantine, they was like, yes, sales hit through the roof. Yes. And see, May was um, national masturbation awareness. Yeah. Yeah. So um, pushing all of that uh, content out there definitely helped as well. But um, I have learned, uh, well, I found out. I found out um, when I was doing the content for National Masturbation Month that some people aren't comfortable with masturbating. And I'm like, why? And they're like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the way my body feels. If you don't like the way your body feels, then you're not going to be comfortable letting someone else feel you in that, in that aspect. Look, I don't understand that concept. I'm, it's above me now kind of situation. (laughs) It's just like happiness. If you can't make yourself happy, nobody else yeah, can. Nobody if you can't make yourself calm, how are you supposed to know how a man should do you to make you calm? Again, normalizing it. Normalizing the, because it's okay when men masturbate. You know, it's, it's acceptable in women's mind like, oh, he just masturbates. But women feel like, oh my God, that makes me so not a lady. Look, I tell people masturbating will keep you from fucking the wrong nigga. Like, don't play. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's important to masturbate with your partner. Like since we're talking about masturbation, when you masturbate with your partner, it also gives your partner the opportunity to see how you respond to certain touches, stimulation. Yeah, and and they can, if they are observant, they can take that information and then they can please you in the way that you need to be pleased. Mm -hmm. What you were saying, AC? Oh, so I, I actually think that would be a good part to have for another episode mm-hmm. talk about masturbation so what we'll do we'll wrap it up no pun intended so <laughs> y'all give y'all shout outs and then I'm gonna uh, go ahead and mark this time down and then we will get into episode two which is masturbation right now seriously yeah 
<laughs> Go ahead and get, get two out the way. Y'all can have two weeks off. <laughs> Who's wrapping up first? All right. So, of course, I'm AC3 Savage. Uh, y'all can follow me everywhere. Uh, shout out to KTSC Avenue, as always. Uh, thank you, ladies, for coming through. And I'm out. And again, I am Nikita, the sex coach. You can follow me on Instagram at Nikita, the sex coach, or follow me on Twitter at sex coach Nikita. Um, that's it. All right. And I'm Kai. Um, you can find me on IG, Miss Kai 86. If you can possibly spell my name, you can find me on Facebook as well. Sabre. I'm Sabray. You can find me on IG at Miss Aries1985. I know common sense isn't always common, but that's not the case here. So that's all. <laughs>